best fucking year of our world. <laughs> 2021, Sarah. Wow. We well, survived. Well, you know what? We did, barely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you know what? It doesn't count. It's kind of like one of those things that close only counts in like horseshoes and hand grenades. <laughs> so like it, you either survived or you didn't. So we're all good. Yes. It's like a gap year. Yeah. No. Just don't it, count it. No, it felt yeah. like everything was on pause. Yeah, we shouldn't even count our birthdays. Like that whole year doesn't count. I'm cool with so that. Yeah, right. Yeah, of course. You know, I was thinking about this because I got uh, a cameo request from mm-hmm. somebody who said that their girlfriend was celebrating like twenty, like something, but she didn't want to be that old, so she's doing like her twenty-first birthday all over okay, again. Okay, okay, and um. At first, I was like, yeah, let's just, like, mm-hmm. celebrate that one all over again forever. Yeah. And then um, I thought about it, and I'm like, I can't wait to be old. Aww. Like, I think I'm, like, I'm fi- like I, w- I mean, I'm not, like, for lack of this is kind of, no pun intended, dying to be old. Yeah, right. But I, I feel like I am going to embrace, I have embraced the wisdom that comes with age. And, um, you know like a f- couple gray hairs like okay whatever so i not. really like that you've you have that attitude yeah i'm I, like okay about it when i dated tim beggy he would always say i can't wait to be an old man like yeah. that was his goal in life and that's a pretty good goal to like not yeah. die and make it that's to a whatever. great goal <laughs> you know? yes but it really does it's a nice way to yeah. celebrate aging which sometimes is fraught with Depression, which, by the way, it's episode 480. Oh, um, that sounds like an old episode. But you remind, <laughs> you reminded me when you said you got a cameo request. Please tell me you saw the viral video of Smokey Robinson's cameo. No! Oh, it's a real delight. Oh, my God. I love it so much. So no, this guy got his mom a cameo of Smokey Robinson, and apparently she had grown up on Smokey Street growing up. So oh, when you play the video, though, like he's like, oh, okay, so it's good to see you again. Good to hear from you. And your son wanted me to wish you a happy Chanuka. But he meant Hanukkah with a C. And he goes, I don't know what Chanuka is, but I hope you have a happy Chanuka. And he kept saying it. It was delightful. Oh, that's funny. (laughs) Because it was an honest mistake. He wasn't being offensive, but he had just never seen it spelled that that way. I wonder if he got five stars or four stars for that one. (laughs) Have you gotten any four stars? Yes, I did because so I rude. missed. Here's why they were like, "I loved it," but I have to give you four stars because you pronounced like I pronounced the name like Julie instead of Julia. Stop or something. And I cer- I certainly didn't mean to. And you know what? I think they have it like do overs. Like you can request because somebody I yeah. did something on one of them where I said it was from like a girlfriend, but it was a boyfriend or something like that. Yeah. Or like a, a wife, but it was something like that. Yeah. And they were like, oh, you know, we like, did, you mind just doing it? O-? And oh they, they, you get like a do over. So I was like, I would have done it over. No problem. Like Aww. you get to check them first. And I felt so bad. I was like, <gasps> did, did four, the four well, star really bother you? <laughs> the fact um, that your stars it, were affected? It did at first, but it wasn't about quality. It was about it. Like you said, like an honest mistake, yeah. you know? So it wasn't like they were like, this didn't live up to my expectation. Oh my that would God. be crushing. They were like, no, I loved this. I just wish you said my name right. I and that is fair. I truly did not know that they had a place where you could be held accountable like that on Cameo. Well, I mean, they've got like to... Reviews. I, sure. Yeah, they got reviews and oh, God. people are so nice on there for and you know, do, What do most people want? Is it a happy birthday usually or just... Oh, you know what I get? I get a lot of too are pep talks. Oh, my God. And they'll give me the situation like um, uh, med- people who work in the medical field, yeah. like nurses, their mm-hmm. husband will be like, or wife will be like, hey, you know, I... Um, I just want to like get this for my partner who's you know out there like just dealing with a lot of stuff or 
um, you know, my partner just had a baby and I just want to tell her how amazing she is and she needs just a little pep talk or like, doesn't this year suck? Can you like give him a few words of inspiration? I'm like, hell yeah. Oh my gosh. That's it's adorable. So, I love doing that. I love you know? that. And they get to like write a little bit about like what the, the situation is and like. You know, I love a pep talk and I freaking mean every one of them from the bottom of my heart and make it personal. And it's so, it's so fun. I just hope, you know, I love it. I listened to a New York Times podcast episode about Cameo because the title of it was something like for people who are more famous than rich, you know, Cameo, blah, blah, blah. And I thought, oh, that's an interesting idea. And they were saying how Brian Baumgartner, um, Kevin on The Office... Yeah. Is their top performer on Cameo and he made a million dollars last year. <gasps> which is oh amazing. Oh my god. And well, I am not making it. Hey, come check out yeah. my Cameo. <laughs> right. Yes, book Sarah for all your pep talks. Um and they were saying how you know, people like let's say the soup Nazi from Seinfeld. Yeah. This is a guy who did one episode of Seinfeld and then has to hear No Soup for You for the rest of his life. Oh, yeah. And Cameo provides him with a way to monetize his notoriety, which I think is really cool. Yeah. Because... I did, yeah. I didn't even know, think about it. Like, I mean, that's like... I mean, us. We host podcasts. We yeah. get stopped in the street and, you know, or people watch the show and... That, you know, you have this, like, person that was on there who maybe you, like, uh, connected with and you felt like, you know, like, I watch reality TV and I'm like, oh, my God, I see myself in them. I would yes. love to a message from, yeah, and like whoever. I just, they were pointing out how these people, let's say the soup Nazi, let's keep going with that. He could go to maybe, like, Comic-Con and sell pictures and autographs and, mm-hmm. you know, be okay. But... This allows them to do it every day from their house, yeah. and I'm happy that it lets them make money off of something that they experience the downside of all the time. You know, being on the street and yes. having people yell dumb stuff at you. Ugh, because they were so saying true. that, like, particularly for nostalgic talent, whether it's like an yeah. aging athlete or somebody that was just <sighs> on one episode of a show, you know, this kind of helps them make some money. And the people who request it are people who really like that person. Right. And so they're thrilled. you don't get the ones who are saying the mean things. You get the ones who are like saying good stuff. Well, the interviewer said, well, does it, does it bother you? She was talking to the guy that created Cameo. She's like, mm-hmm. what about the people that you buy a Cameo from and it's really like a goof? Like you're doing it because they're kind of a loser and you're just buying the Cameo because it's like a, a joke with someone. And he's like, well, it's just great that they can monetize their fame. So right. Right. who cares, yeah. really? And I'm trying to think of a situation where, like, even if you were that, like. Well, let like, me ask you like, this. Do you get to decide, like, let's say yes. someone says, Sarah, can you do me a yes. cameo where you say, I love Donald Trump? Yeah, I, get, I would be you like, could say no. no. You, can, you just let it expire. Okay. Yeah, sometimes I like just forget and I expire, but that's only happened <laughs> like one time. So I'm giving but you. But then four I'll do a do over for free. No, you like that. That it's almost like you have like a certain amount of time to do them in. Yeah, I don't know how it works on the other end, but you have mm-hmm. a certain amount of time to do them in, and then if not, you could, you just give them like a freebie, or you oh. get like I don't know some kind of like I don't know maybe a mark against you or something oh, like this that. Is so, so fascinating. I just make sure that I get them all done because gives you like a this is how, how many, many of these like, are you doing. Um, I would say like one a day. No way. Yeah. Wow. That is so I cool. think it's just busy because it's the holiday season. <laughs> Are they asking you to say Merry Christmas? Yeah. Oh, okay. And Happy Hanukkah or, okay. you know, Chinooka. But I pronounced it right. <laughs> so five stars. Chinooka. See, it's still And I, I like, I'll tell jokes, oh, you know. Like, okay, I think it was Greg, yeah. one of Greg's friends. Shout out to Greg. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of his friends got him one, and I, like, told some jokes on there that I thought were pretty funny. That is great. Yeah, you're good for yeah. stuff like that. I mean, I love it. You get me a... I'm going to, like, make it good. I'm going to, like, you know, bring my party hat and that kind of stuff. And I know people, like, make resolutions, so if you're working out at the gym, that's another good... Or no, I guess you, people aren't going yes. to the gym, wherever you're working out. No, working out... I work out my house, I do that. 
That's right. And you still got to hydrate. One of my resolutions, it, not resolutions, because I don't really make those. And I started this before New Year's because I feel like then it doesn't feel like you're right, right. It's like starting something fresh. Yeah, you know, it's kind of been part Less of that twelve week program I was doing. Mm-hmm. So like developing new habits. So now I have a permanent daily checklist of like the things that I have to do to be a human. Yeah. And get the, and I did it, I like made it out of like vinyl with my Cricut like machine cutter and everything. And then I put it on my whiteboard. So it's like, and then I just, you know, and it has like a tally, like little lines and graphs and little boxes for each day. So I can like check it off. It's basically like a grown up chore chart. Do you, (laughs) so legit. Do you feel good about it? So good. Yeah. Oh my God. I, clearly. Yeah. I mean, I am like, well, you know why? Because it's the thing that worked, that like finally worked to get me to have a routine. Yeah. I don't know if, well, I don't know what ha- if it's like taking part of this program and having some like, you know, support and like really focusing on that and doing like a mind body thing and like then creating or like really creating and focusing on a system. Cause I was really like, like, okay, Sarah, come on. Yeah. You can drink uh, two bottles of water a day. Let's yeah. do this. Mm-hmm. Like simple shit. I so I feel like I feel like I'm off to a really like not like a good start. Like it's the first week and I'm excited. Like I'm cons- like I I feel like I can maintain this throughout. That's the year. so good. I love or, it. Slash forever. So I'm feeling very. But you know, I said this about twenty twenty. So well, that, that was, was like oh unusual situation and. Yeah. It's continuing. Let's face it. 2021 is probably going to look very similar to 2020 yeah. for a while. Um, so yeah, control what you can and you can yeah. drink water. Oh my oh. gosh. That's what we were even talking about. No, or liquid IV or whatever. Yeah. Yes. Um, that's good. I feel, I like your idea. Do you have any other sort of things you want to do for the new year or are you just going with the flow? Um... It's going to be a year of grounding. Okay. So I... Put some roots down. Yes. So, Mm -hmm. you know, like Ren and I are looking around for a house. I mean, just to rent right now because, you know, who's going to buy anything in these crazy times? Yeah. Um, So, yeah, just like an actual house, you know, with with walls that won't be leaking anybody (laughs) else's garbage water down onto us yes and uh you know i think that and having like a backyard with grass is going to be a game changer oh my god you need outdoor space my god if anyone does have not been on grass like barefoot grass i'd say i get that in or in 2020 I would Probably say, the last time you were at my house. Yeah, maybe 12 times. Oh, my God. That's yeah, it. that's got to change because that's important to you. Yeah, really important. And people mm-hmm. are probably like, what? you?" There, there are probably parks. Yeah, but like I see my dog pee everywhere <laughs> on that park. So I ain't taking my shoes off and going for a little frolic uh, around there. I'm, you know, so. Yeah, she's not th- like, running through that meadow. No, 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 no. Yeah. So, yeah. So I think that will be, it'll, it'll be like the year of grounding and, you know, just kind of like, like routine. Yeah. Well, cause I you like the, the play on words too. Cause like when you're grounded, that means you yes. have to stay home and you have to <gasps> handle yes! your shit. Yeah. Oh, so it's like both. Mm-hmm. I love this. Love- that is good. <laughs> that Work is play. like vision board, uh, uh, inspire like inspiration theme material yeah (laughs) Yeah. right are you gonna make a vision board are you just yes absolutely shout out to my friend sarah cunningham who uh (laughs) is uh going to be making vision boards uh with me oh you're gonna do like a little joint effort okay yes 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 i love that all right let's see what i'm gonna talk to you about today oh i one thing i am doing in 2021 that I don't know if like enrollment is still open, but my friend Science Mike, he um, is doing this program called the Overview Program, mm. and he named it after um, when astronauts go to space and they see the Earth from outer space oh, and how they cool. have to take 
It's called the overview effect because it changes their whole worldview, mindset. <gasps> Everything shifts in their brain and they have to be like, um, what's that word where you like get de something? Um, well, oh, anyway. Like deprogrammed? Kind de- of like, like they have to be brought back to earth literally and figuratively and sort of wow. given tools to handle that experience. And oh, so, I need to know more about that. Yeah. So he called his program the overview program and it's designed to use um, cognitive and behavioral psychology and um, behavioral economics to help you. And it's not therapy, but it goes, he says it, it's a good complement to therapy. So it's <sighs> just about self-improvement and stuff. And I just think it would be a great thing for anyone. If, and he has COVID pricing. So if you've experienced hardship, you can do it for less than half of the regular price. It's great. Hell yeah. You know, this, what I'm hearing between that and the program I did is that this is like, we are putting, we're investing in the like intangible stuff. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. so important. Yeah, I wanted to improve my interior life and... Yeah. Oh, your interior life. That's a good way to put it. <laughs> but then as a means to be of service to others. I don't want to oh. just, you know, for... I'm going to get a massage for self-care. No, I want this right. to be about no. betterment for me and and other people in the world. That's so cool. Yeah. yeah that's what we need. It's like the the evolution of the species right there. Right. Because when I look around and I see a lot of people who I'm like, wow, you're so, you're a total moron. Like, you know, the anti-maskers and stuff. Oh, (laughs) I know. Well, someone's got to be evolving here and it sure as hell ain't them. All right. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, we're kicking it off to a good start. I like that. Yeah. And I feel fresh. Who knows what 2021 will bring. We learned that the hard way last year. So we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, this is just a little tiny story that I thought was funny. There was this billionaire who I'd never heard of named Bill Gross and he Mm. got in a fight with one of his neighbors. They have, um, this Bill Gross guy has a sculpture and he had like a net over it to protect it from the elements, which sounds annoying to begin with. Yeah. And his neighbors were like, dude, it's blocking our view. Like you suck. Uh Um, and if you live next door to a billionaire, you're probably in that same category. So who knows the, who the bad guy is here? But uh-huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Bill Gross and his wife decided to start blasting the Gilligan's Island theme song to annoy them. <gasps> and so they're in court right now. And Bill had to say, oh, no, we weren't doing it to torture them. Like the Gilligan's Island theme song is special to me and my wife. That's why we were playing it. Like he's oh, pretending. What a freaking liar! <laughs> right? What, what a if liar! It was special to you? Now sit right down and we'll hear. Oh my God! In that case, he that he needs to like let's put it in your headphones and blast it for you for. A well, week right. Just because it's special to you doesn't mean you can blast it anyway. Yeah. What the heck? And what a lie! Don't like. The judge had to have been like, uh, uh-huh, okay. <laughs> All right. But what if it really is? What if it was like their first dance was to the Gilligan's Island theme song? I would lo- love to see that dance. A three-hour tour. And like, I feel like it's more of a jig than a dance. <laughs> right. What if they did like Irish dance? She's definitely lifting up for her dress so you can see the feet, the footwork in that dance. All right, let's see. What did I want to talk? Oh, last time you talked about spiders, so I have a little bit of a spider oh, story. I mean, yes. this was a uh, the headline was something about spiders can make their webs in space. And I was like, why do we keep oh. taking things to space? <laughs> like first yeah. it was the cookies, then it was the well mice. cookies. I don't understand yeah. spiders. I can see this. Oh, okay. Only well, because we use their webs for, or like we don't use them, but like we're studying the. Yeah. There's a lot of info with spiders. But don't you wonder, like. That shit's crazy. Do they bring um, little flies and stuff to get caught in their webs there? Oh my God. Good question. Like, how are these spiders 
eating or is it just a starvation exercise? Okay. I mean, or do they bring cockroaches like the huntsman spider and they don't like have to fly around? What if it's like on the foods? Yeah. Or but, on the ground. But then they wouldn't do a web. Okay. Well, this is was uh-huh. they wanted to see if the um, spiders could and would build webs in space. And I, I can't figure out why they cared. But um, <laughs> they were able to collect data comparing weaver webs um, – in space to those on the ground and they found that the spiders did build differently in space than Mm -hmm. they do on earth like but the weird thing was that the webs were only different if they had the lights turned out (gasps) oh what they like they they were very surprised that when the lights were on they were able to orient themselves and to build a normal web but when the lights were off they were all wonky Okay, 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 okay. So they when said the that lights were off. Now does like lights were off or like zero light? Like can spiders usually build it just a says web? lights off. Because like like how much I don't know. I feel like li- like spiders with all those eyes, maybe it's just they, they use any little bit of light and they can see better on earth. Are they if they're cutting off all of their light? Then who can build in the... No, I mean, can they do that on our... Give them a break. Give them a break. Who could do that? Like, what are we... Is it... I want to know if the darkness is equal that they're replicating. It's got to be. It said in microgravity, there would be no forcing function to create the displaced center and that the spiders hang on earth facing downward to look for prey, but in space, they don't know which way is down. Yeah. So they must rely on light... To tell them which way is yeah. down. That's what I was thinking. It's mm-hmm. like they need the they need other things to orient themselves to what up and down is. But oh, because they okay, so that means they're they have a really good sense of gravity. They they Wait, just need that. But don't. so do we. They don't have it because they if they need light. Oh. But they the scientists were very surprised. And, and also maybe it's because they weigh like nothing. Because it said they were able to use their vision instead of their sense of gravity to guide their web building. Okay. So is our sense of gravity good or bad? I, this is what I worry about, about getting buried alive in the snow. Cause you know oh, how you're they definitely say not going to know your way up from down. So that's how I drowned. Maybe at it too. That's how you drowned? Yeah, like that's how I lo- I didn't have enough air to like make it back up and got pulled in by a lifeguard when I was in the ocean one time. Oh, right. Right, right, right. Because I didn't know which way was up. And yeah, I remember swimming what I thought was up and I was swimming down. And then I learned the follow the bubbles thing. Oh, I didn't know that. And okay. you know what? Now that I thought about the snow thing, you'd have to pee. Oh, wait a minute. Right. I don't know about that, though, because if you're... Because you'd melt the snow, mm. and then it's going to drip down. <laughs> right? Unless you're upside down, and then it will drip on your face. In which case, you would know you were upside down. Yeah, you'd be happy. <laughs> it drips it on over. your face, and then you just drip in the direction you go... <sighs> they we're don't tell you to do... They, uh, do they tell you to spit? Is that? Did I make that up? That's, you know, because my mind went there. <laughs> spit. <laughs> yeah, you clear out a little space and you spit. And then wherever the spit goes, gravity. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. How do you survive an <laughs> avalanche? Well, and mm-hmm. while you're looking up, they Got said it. that the thing that made it surprising about these spiders is that since they've never been exposed to an environment without gravity in the course of their evolution, it was surprising that like... Oh, they had a work. They figured around. it out. Yeah, yeah. Good for them. Oh gosh. Yeah, but yeah. this buried alive thing. I I don't know. We don't have enough information. Even the articles you do find, they're kind of like, yeah, just hope for the best. Well, mental floss says that you should do these these things. One, okay, be a beacon. Um, so just wear and buy an avalanche beacon. Who's going to do that? Don't, you're not probably not going to do that. That's like best case scenario. Um, one, number two, stay on top. So, uh, swimming to the top of the avalanche will help avoid being trapped under debris, which is pretty solid advice. 
so it's a, like basically violently thrashing around so you don't sink. Oh, do whatever okay. you can, can to that. stay on top. So almost like you're running and like like trying to swim over it. So all of the heavy stuff goes down below you. That's okay. good to do. Um, this one they said may be easier said than done, but try to keep one arm above your head and just like reach for the sky the whole time. And then number four <laughs> is get spitting. Okay. So it, yeah, it says spitting can save your life. As soon as you stop moving, quickly work uh, an open space in front of your face. And not only will this give you a pocket of room to breathe, it'll give you space to spit and note where gravity carries your spit. All so you right, can dig good. in the opposite direction. And number five, yeah, fucking right. Stay calm. <laughs> Thanks, Sarah. Yeah. Well, I didn't write this. This is from mentalfloss.com. <laughs> but I was like, uh, okay, didn't need that piece of advice. So there you go. There's your little survival techniques All because right, now well, you get, get made me very worried about this and spiders. But freaking yeah. A, that's cool, man. Okay. Spiders are, are they're, it's, it's, you know, I was going to talk about this a million years ago. I was just talking to Ren about this the other night. And I said, I don't even know enough about how to describe this mm-hmm. and like like verbalize this yeah. concept. But I saw this thread on Twitter that was basically like the, the hashtag was hashtag everything is crab. <laughs> Did you see this? No. So it's basically all these like science nerds, super cool guys. <laughs> Who, oh, me too, uh, who, well, not part of this part, but nerd, you know, um, who are, study evolution and the like evolution of, you know, any organism and how almost all things evolve to a crab, to have crab features, like at the peak evolution really? of their, like, yeah. And Why? like how all things like in, besides an exoskeleton, the things that they have, the way that they've evolved like to have one main like all the features are like the best evolution can get kind what? of is what they're arguing wow. see again i don't even have the information That's to be right. cl- but they showed how all these different species like you should be evolving into looking like a more evolved version of whatever that thing is but they all the multiple ones end up evolving to look like a crap like crab features all right i'm gonna look into that and so it's like are we all and then there are all these like uh uh you know sci-fi movies about like aliens and shit that are always like (laughs) crabs and i'm like okay that would make sense Mm -hmm. that is like you know what species so check that out it was like probably a couple months ago that that hashtag but i was like oh my god and then all the science behind it was like yep it really does and it gives a list of like what features so i feel like spider falls uh, like very close in the like to that you know okay you think in the crab the same idea all right yeah where it's like they can do a whole bunch of shit they seem like they have superhero powers you know <laughs> you you can lose your weapon and regrow a new one yeah, that, that is, is pretty badass cool. yeah you're right um you, you're equipped with a weapon to begin with like spiders i mean come on well you yeah can build there's a superhero spider man i mean uh, yeah they there's must no have something crab good. man <laughs> there should be crap there should be i did find out that uh through this article that children as young as the age of three um prefer and are drawn to fractals in nature you know like the patterns that Ooh. you can see on a snowflake or um sometimes on uh or pine cones. honeycombs yeah yes that, um well we love symmetry yeah, they were they thought that fractal patterns might like vary across lifespan um due to environmental and developmental uh patterns, but they found that there's a consistent preference across childhood and through adulthood that these aesthetics are pleasing and desirable. I think 3 is so young. Fractal patterns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let me see. It says that Yeah. They, it's a never-ending pattern. Okay, so like there are infinite complex patterns that are self-similar across different scales. They cr- created by repeating a similar, simple process over and over in an ongoing feedback loop. Oh, cool. Yeah, and wow. you're just you know drawn to them. And it was, in, it was saying that these patterns in nature reduce your stress levels significantly. Oh, and wow. It seems that like the kind of stress reduction... Um, 
it, it comes through your eyeball. It's like a physiological <sighs> resonance with your eyeball. And um, that like, so really the term it's soothing on the eyes. Yes. It is actually literal. like literal. Yeah. And it was encouraging the reader to like the next time you're on a walk or just outside, actually seek those patterns out, try to find them and it will decrease your stress. Isn't that nice? I love this. I love this so much. See, you know what this reminds me? It, It just, it's so cool that we are beginning to, well, I should say further understand mm-hmm. just the, com- like how complex each individual sense is, mm-hmm. you know, I feel like this is, this is similar to ASMR Oh, in a way that I can hear certain sounds or I can look at things and they have a, a uh, response yeah. that creates a like soothing. It's like, like freaking Valium. I don't even, I've never That's tried Valium, so point. I imagine it to be soothing and soothing, but, but we're like learning each individual sense has a way to, I don't know, like, like we can use that to calm us or soothe us. And it go, it follows my, uh, uh, you know, new year's goal yes. or my goal of grounding. Yeah. Getting into the body. Well, because you know how they often talk about like, um, Robert Sapolsky, in that zebra book that you love, yeah, talks about how you know we as humans, even though we don't have to chase or be chased by lions anymore, we still have that same effect in our bodies when we encounter stress. So, yep. okay, if that's still happening and we still have to deal with the problems of this uh, response, then mm-hmm. we ought to have the tools to use the positive responses about relaxation and yes. Make it work for you. You know what I mean? Yes. And now, like, it really is becoming non-reactive or being able to, you know, I think back to that episode of, uh, you know, the show I couldn't talk about for a million, couldn't stop talking about for a million years, the um, Mind Explained. Yes. On Netflix. Mm -hmm. And it talked about, I think it was stress or anxiety, that Mm -hmm. one, and how monks, and and pain, and how monks and, and... these people who have had spent their whole lives like dedicated to meditating and like finding mm-hmm. this like mm-hmm. inner peace, they experience the same level of pain. It's just for a shortened amount of time because mm. they don't let live in that reactive place where they're like waiting for like the stress. We have to use the tools to drain. Like if you think of, of, um, like the stimuli or, or whatever, whether it's like, oh my God, I got stuck in traffic. Oh my gosh, I got a, um, uh, parking ticket. Um, you know, whatever. I'm in the middle of a pandemic. Those <laughs> kind of triggering things fill up this tank, this yeah. like tank of hormones mm-hmm. that we have like inside of us that then trigger or like we're supposed to then use those hormones and like all that good stuff to then like engage in a response, like a a proper response, like fight or flight, like run like that. Mm -hmm. Like we're supposed to do something, but if it's a, not a real threat, not if actual physical threat that we have to run away from that stuff just sits in that tank and it has nowhere to go. So that's, and, and it's slowly, 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 like without like it drains, but it's like drips out. Right. But if you have awareness and you realize that you're in control of the valve and you can do things that will drain that tank, that awareness, which what the like monks practice, like that you, the tank fills to the same level. Hmm. They just empty it way faster. How are they doing that? Oh, I'm by utilizing it. all those skills, by you, by going into, um, by deep breathing, mm-hmm. by listening to sounds, by mm-hmm. everything that's those grounding exercises, mm-hmm. doing a body scan, um, you know, practicing mindfulness, which is just being present in the moment. Mm-hmm. You can't like I. What am I experiencing right now? Well, right now I'm not experiencing physical pain. By doing that, all what you're doing is you're you're giving your brain new information that tells you dude, chill the fuck out. Mm-hmm. You don't have to worry. The threat's not there. There is no lion. We right. think that there is. And it's like, 
can I do anything about it right now? No, then I don't need to worry. And we just feel like, can I do anything about it? No. Well, I should still worry about it. And that is the problem. So we have to like drain the tank. I mean, that is a real skill that you have to work on because it just, oh, you got to practice it. Yeah. They meditate their whole lives. I know. That's, that we have to, but the thing is, is people don't realize that they are in control of, it's like, my take, what am I going to do? And there are times where we just like can't remember that we, we need help. We need help, somebody to be like, let me teach you how to use this valve, control these valves. Did I ever tell you about the time I accidentally gave a, a, a Buddhist monk meat? <laughs> oh my God, no. Well, Can you had, tell me that story? There was a Buddhist monk in my doctoral program and he's just like the nicest person on earth. And he asked me what I was eating for lunch and I said chili and he didn't know what that was because he's from Sri Lanka. And so I was like, oh, you know, it's just like tomatoes and beans and blah, blah, blah. And I forgot to say meat and I really just wasn't thinking. And he was like, can I try some? (laughs) And so I gave him some and then (laughs) days later I was talking to my friend Matt and he was like, um... Oh, no. Did you tell him there was meat in there? I'm like, oh, my God. Because they're not allowed so to eat meat. what did you do afterwards? Nothing. I'm never, ever going to bring it up, ever. We I just, feel like we live, he would be like, oh, I understand. Well, he would. And that's the thing is he had already told me that their policy is, because you know how the monks go around with their bowls and they take whatever food is given to them from the town? Oh, I did not and know that. And that's all that they live on is just whatever food is is donated or given to them. And so whatever's in there, they eat. So even if it's something they're not really allowed to eat, like normally, mm. they mm-hmm. must do it as a sign of respect. I mean, yeah. I, like, I hate to use this word, but beggars can't be choosers. <laughs> Stop it. Oh, God. <laughs> Well, now that I'm back in Pittsburgh, I'm, I live near the um, place where I got my fakers. And oh, yeah. I drive past there and I'm like, I can't believe I did that. Like when I really process the, what goes on, I'm like, oh, yeah, that is I can't, so I weird. can't believe it either. Fake, fake body parts are weird. I mean, I'm with you. <laughs> it makes no sense. <laughs> because like, yeah, I don't know. It's just... Why do we do that? I mean, pretty much any beauty ritual is sort of absurd. Why do we do like tattoos or everything? You know, I got two guns aimed at my. (laughs) I'm going to have to have children one day. Yeah. They're going to see that. I'm probably going to get those removed. God, it'll hurt so bad there. So bad on your head. Holy shit. I'm going to throw up. That's where yours was, huh? Um,. Not on the bone, no. Oh fuck! No, no I'm not. Near that's, it. that's those are going to be there for a while and until there's a new technology that comes out. Can't wait for that. Yeah, we need like the someone needs to create the eraser. Yeah. Although yeah. that I will mean, probably... come on, we are curing like blindness in mice. <laughs> We're sending spiders to space, and we can't. I'm telling you, there is more money in. Well, actually, I don't know about this whole like military technology or whatever they're doing up there. But I think there's more money in tattoo removal than uh, spider webs in space. Yeah, that's what I think, Sarah. I'm in. Right, I'm with you. Um, I'm not the inventor. Do you want to hear about London's taxi graveyard or how Dippin' Dots is helping with the vaccine? Oh, definitely (laughs) Dippin' Dots. (laughs) I'm so glad you said that. Yeah. Shout out to Dippin' Dots, Shout 90s fave. Do Woo, you Oak love Small, Dippin' Dots? 1999. <laughs> yeah. I love, so it's funny to me that Dippin' Dots was made, invented in 1988, and mm-hmm. their motto has been the ice cream of the future since 1988. <laughs> and my brother said, when do you think Dippin' Dots will realize the future just ain't coming? <laughs> Either they are way ahead of their time. <laughs> like, remember there was like that company that was like the iPod before the iPod and people like weren't ready for it. Yes. Did you hear about this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like that. <laughs> Did you hear about this? Yes. I told you about it on the show. Oh my gosh. Did you? Yes. Well, you know, 
That happens to me all the time too. Episodes. Yeah. Yeah. So this article was posed at kind of like the way I I presented it to you, like how Dippin' Dots is helping with the vaccine or whatever. But really, I feel like it was just an excuse to talk about Dippin' Dots. And that's what it is for me, Mm -hmm. too, because I think Dippin' Dots is hilarious. Okay, let's think of (laughs) let's think of funny things, funnier ways that Dippin' Dots could be helping with the pandemic (laughs) that are not what's written in that article, (laughs) but would be what I would like to hear. Okay, my number one pick is them being the same as the company that was pretzel day at the office. (laughs) And going to the companies like, I don't know, Moderna or wherever, like like Allergan or wherever they're making them <laughs> and offering Dippin' Dots to the scientists as a break. <laughs> right. It's just like a palate cleanser, literally. Yeah. And like the, the joy of the future where Dippin' Dots can be shared and we could all be, remind the scientists of being at the mall where everybody could walk around without masks and, you know, back when there were malls and uh, it really <laughs> is inspiring. The, that's that's what the, the article says. I'm sure. What right? did you love about Dippin' Dots when you were a kid? Um. Well, okay. So here's the God's honest truth. Yeah. I love the novelty of Dippin' Dots, but it was at a time in my life where I was. It's kind of like Jerry Seinfeld's like stand up when he talks about the candy, and he's like, "I'll get. How do I get candy? I need yeah. more candy. I want more candy. More I cared candy. about." the quantity at mm-hmm. that time. Mm-hmm. And I didn't feel like, like if I had my choice of ice cream places in the mall, I was going like, this was my one shot. Like I'm going for a, um, oh, what was the ice cream place? Penguins frozen mm. yogurt or, uh, you know, an orange Julius yeah. because of the, the size of what I get for my dollar. Wow. I didn't feel like I got enough Dippin' Dots for how much money I had to spend on Dippin' Dots. Oh, wait. Did we talk about on the show how Sarah is an uh, a frozen yogurt expert? Yeah. And she decided it was important for her to teach Lincoln the mechanics and logistics oh, no. of a proper yogurt. Oh, no. This is good. Yes. Yes. It is I did. hilarious. So now... When we've gone since... Because there's an art to it. This, since she taught him, now he feels like he has to proselytize and impart this information on me. And I don't even eat frozen yogurt. And he goes, Sarah told me that toppings are for rookies. It has to be bottomings. Oh, my God. This is the exact kind of impact I wanted to have on your child. This so, is this is what I would like. I wanted him to just go around and be like, Sarah taught me. Yeah. You have That's, to make them yes. bottomings. I still don't know yes. why this is advantageous. You invented that and that was hilarious. So it's great that he's giving this seems like totally on brand for the podcast. Susie says something hilarious. I like re say it and somehow get credit for okay, it. Okay, well I named it, but you are the one that like said that that's how it has to be yes well because that is how it happens. why it though what is good about that okay because what happens <laughs> is if you're going to one of those like build your own like frozen yogurt kind of like things where they have the top those are probably a thing of the past now i don't know what we're going to do about that that feels like buffet the adjacent. ice cream of the past yes oh my god <laughs> <laughs> Stop. that's so funny so what happens if you just do frozen yogurt on the bottom and then your toppings on the top is you get you like the best part is the combo of the toppings and the frozen yogurt. Oh right, so that's it. Okay. I feel like you got to like end on a good note. So either <laughs> you're like digging from the side. You want to get like a good balance of toppings to okay, a good so ratio you need toppings to ice then cream. yogurt then bottomings to like all both. Yes. Okay, okay. So like you put the toppings Yes, so but like toppings on the bottom of your bowl. So first you mm-hmm. put the toppings in your bowl. Yeah. Then you put the ice cream on top of those. And then do you still yogurt. add toppings as well? Yes, you do. So then you are getting <laughs> an equal because it's like two layers. Unless you're doing a very thin layer of ice cream or frozen yogurt. Yeah. Who's right. doing that? No, right. Yeah. Because your right. argument is this way every bite includes a yes. topping. Yes. 
I bet I get more people writing in saying thank you for this one (laughs) than I did for anything else I have spoken about on here. This is going to be the life hack that really like, you know. This is what will get us in like the iTunes top 10. Yes. The bottom Here we go. Okay. Five stars, guys. If you use this technique, you better go give me a five star. Yeah, tag us for Pete's sake. Yeah. Well, also that. Yes. I would love to see it. Love to see your combo. And tell your kid and then... Oh my God, your kid will go like bananas. Yeah. Then it'll be like, which is a topping they could also put on <laughs> bananas. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me tell you about Dippin' Dots. So, oh, yeah, right. Dippin Dots I get so distracted. Got their small bead like shape from a process called pelletizing. Who knew? Oh. Um, and, you know, it's milk, sugar, flavor compounds, and so on, and that are mixed. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. dripped into a chamber brought to negative 320 degrees Fahrenheit, which is incredible, by yeah. liquid nitrogen. And then the droplets immediately freeze into beads and then they move that product to negative 40 degree Fahrenheit freezer with doors that open from the top to prevent heat from entering. And then... Oh. Um, so then they had the problem of like, well, how are we going to get this to the stores... This cold, because it has to be like exactly negative 40 degree Fahrenheit. Yeah. So they had to create what's called, Sarah, a cold chain, a cold chain a of transportation. So it's a like a cold chain, you know, like you have yeah. a truck that can handle. So they arrive in dot form. <laughs> that is a very fair question. Not a joke or in need of a laugh. <laughs> made me laugh was you saying dot form what else spherical shape like i would I, say so they arrive in balls but you were really consistent because they're <laughs> called dipping dots that's what they are well yeah but also i you think i could say balls with a straight face <laughs> right which is worse so they arrive in balls there's no way i was gonna be able to say that without adding in a joke dot after form. it mm-hmm. in dot form Correct. just to keep it pg over here <laughs> Oh, okay. First thing, when Mm -hmm. you explain the scientific breakdown of that, I'm pretty sure I've paid well over $60 for the same molecular gastronomy at like Jose Andreas's Bazaar in LA. Oh, oh. Doesn't that sound like molecular gastronomy that you pay like a shit ton of money for at a restaurant? You're right. Because it's that same. This is being wasted on children who don't appreciate molecular gastronomy. I I don't either. I don't like that stuff. And to me, it's like, give me, again, quantity. (laughs) Don't really (laughs) get that. It's too small. It's too small. I don't want your like grape that's been re height, whatever. Yeah, we're not impressed. Frozen and then like Jose. Whatever. But I'm sure. Yeah, but they basically had to create all this technology and all these boxes that you put the dots in for (laughs) transportation and that this is also the way that the vaccine is going to be distributed because it must stay very, very, very cold. My God, I totally forgot that this was connected to the coronavirus. (laughs) Right. Wow. Yeah. That is freaking cool. Yeah, they were, I mean... I just can't now, believe. I wish I I wish we were like going to parties and hanging out with people. I mean, I'm, I'm definitely not, and so I'm glad yeah. we're not, like because I yeah. don't want the spread of anything. Mm-hmm. But I wish that I was socializing just so I could bring up that. In that's like such a good icebreaker and like <laughs> so to speak. I know. I was like, well, <laughs> 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 ah, yes. I can't help it. Yes, that is such a good like. Hey, you want to have something cool? Because you know, like we said. I think we were talking about this, mm-hmm. how we can't help talking about, yeah, a couple episodes ago, like we get together and like, what the hell else do we talk about? Then we end up in this like anxiety spiral talking about coronavirus stuff. Yeah. And so it's kind of cool to be able to talk about the subject that we're yes. all, that's on the you know top of our minds, right. our front of our you know brains, but in a totally positive and different way with a fun story about a history of. Yeah. And childhood nostalgia. Yes, that has all the elements of things I like. A yes. plus story. Right. <laughs> Thank you. It I can't wait to so, tell Ren. It's so impressive to me that, that we were able to, we, create this vaccine. And um, Listen, if sports fans can say we about the team winning, <laughs> right. then we can say we about scientists. Right, right, right. Like collectively as a culture, yeah. this vaccine yeah. came to be in a very fast time frame 
And they're having to transport it with all of these logistical concerns. I'm just saying they're heroes, man. Heroes. It's awesome. And so are the people that make Dippin' Dots, if we're honest. Yep. They just weren't appreciated in their time. And now, you know, what if we saw like a rise in, man, should I be like investing in Dippin' Dots? Is that a thing? Are they? (laughs) No, because their sales are down 50% because no one's going to theme parks and stuff. Oh, theme park. But still, yes. thank you, Dippin' Dots, for your You know, it's kind of like, like the hockey mask companies who started making face masks. You just yeah, gotta, like, you gotta you know, evolve with the times. Pivot. Yeah. Use your technology, you know? Yeah. This is What's why they're a... always interested in the patents for things on Shark Tank. Yeah. Never know you what the future utilization for will be. Do you uh, want to wind it down? Let's wind it down, man. Good okay. episode, sis. Yeah. Let's talk about Sarah's cameo, Ch- Chanuka requests <laughs> yep available let <laughs> me know i can give you a pep talk to start your year off right and make sure you uh you know let me know how to pronounce things or be kind if i mispronounce them <laughs> then uh we learn about spiders in space which yeah i don't know how i feel about that i mean spiders are cool people i mean i need kind of want to know a little bit more about why would you feel this? like good about it if it were snakes in space though no oh. <laughs> So I mean, we let's don't need to be this. doing that insane. In, no. <laughs> There's nothing they're teaching us. We learned the key to surviving an avalanche is hawking a loogie. Yes. Mm-hmm. Everything and is crab. Everything is crab. Which uh, uh, a Google search t- showed me that it's called the carcinization of things. Hmm. That sounds yes. made up. Convergent evolution in which a crustacean evolves into a crab-like form from a non-crab-like form. I hope we become crab-like. That'd be cool. I could ha- I could take a, a giant uh, claw on my arm. And I think we all can thank Sarah for teaching us how to make a yogurt parfait. Yes. I mean, at least Lincoln. I get points <laughs> with him, which is like what I really care about. And you too could be popular with a seven-year-old. <laughs> I know. I know. There's hope for everyone. Yes. Well, don't forget to leave us a five-star review. Yeah. And if you have any wonderful articles or things you want to share with us, um, you know, things you're excited about in the new year, send it. Because I found some recently, uh, you know, gone through the archives of cool things you guys have sent me. And I'm finding some great stuff in there. So keep them coming. Yeah, they send good stuff. Keep it coming in 2021. Happy New Year. Let's hope for good things this year. Bye, everyone. Bye. Did you know that everyone has an aura? Do you know what color your aura is? Maybe you have a fiery red personality or a quiet and calm blue or green. You could be an organized and methodical yellow or an explosive purple. Come join me, Mystic Michaela, on my podcast, Know Your Aura, to find out all about how your personality can be explained in colors.